It's Craig. It's Craig. I heard you say Craig in person, but I didn't hear it in the recording. So. <laughs> hey, Craig. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig. Craig. Well, yeah. anyways, Craig is here, and uh, we're back for another episode of The Rules, Jewels, and a D&D Schools. Same cast as always. Me, Eric. Me, Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Joe. Yeah, 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 there we go. To be How you doing? Yo, Joe, what's up? You said you'd follow my lead. <laughs> I did. I was like, is he going to introduce me? Or do I introduce myself? And then you pause. I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing it myself. I'm doing it myself. <laughs> I'm going live, baby. Uh, let me get to this. I haven't pulled it up yet because I was being lazy. Um, all right. Barbarian. Are we going to talk about... We didn't really talk about it, but we're going to do a rundown of one class. We're going to do Barbarian and then the subclasses. Um, if you guys... I mean... I feel like if you're listening to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, you know generally what a barbarian does. But if you guys think we should cover what a barbarian does, you can just briefly they rage. That's what they, they do. When they, they get real mad and then they don't take as much damage and they hit a little bit harder. They rage yeah. against the machine. Yeah, <laughs> barbarians are like fighters, but they get mad at stuff. Yeah, that's going. that's all you need. They take when you rage. <laughs> barbarians take are like one of my favorite classes. They're all. <laughs> <laughs> you rage, you take half damage, and that's that's it. From, uh, from, not, not all sources, but from many. Like, from many sources. From any kind of physical sources. I, I think in some Bludgeoning, of the subclasses. Slashing, piercing. Are the, are the, the vanilla rage resistances. Vanilla rage. <laughs> instead of that chocolate rage. Um, so... We're going to work through the subclasses in the order that they're on on D&D Beyond. Um, I only really have notes up to level 10 because I feel like most players are only playing up to level 10 or less. But if you guys feel the need to talk about the stuff past level 10, I'm more touch than... on it. I mean, basically, you got what? It's, it's just 16 and 20. Yeah, it's not yeah. like the, sub, the I... subclass features uh, Primal Pass stuff is what? Third? Sixth, tenth, and And fourteenth. Yeah, those are really the levels we're talking about. Yeah. So, um, I guess we'll start with ye olde ancestral guardian. All right. I think ancestral guardian is pretty awesome if you're going to be the tank. Yep. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's very strong (laughs) if you're going to be the tank. That that's what it's for. It is a tank and like protecting your teammates kind of thing, right? Particularly against single enemies right it's not just single though is it let me read my notes again uh, uh i mean the spirit shield thing and the ancestral protectors is against a sing is the, the first thing you attack on your turn so it's really oh. good against single spirit enemies. shield is exceptionally good spirit shield you can't use on yourself and it's not a limited to an amount per day before the rest. You can do it as many times as you want to just use your reaction every turn that's what's crazy is you can do it as many times as you so every single round, you can be like, he takes 2d6 less damage from that attack. No limit. I think well, that goes up, favorite. too. At 10th, it's 3d6, and 14th, yeah. it's 4d6. There's a, there's a soft limit just in the number of rages that you have, because you do have to be raging to do it. Yeah, but like most but of the time, last it's like a, you can only do as many proficiencies as you have. It's not like that. It, but there is a limit of sorts, but it's hard to get to. 
it's hard to get to. It's a lot. You would have to be fighting a ton mm-hmm. in a day to run out of it. But honestly, if you're doing normal resting where it's you rest eight hours, you get a full rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had always up. <laughs> I had I had three rages in our campaign where we only got a rest if we took twenty four hours to do nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I ran out of rages once. <laughs> and I had three late game, like level yeah. 18, 19. We were yeah. getting, so, I mean, we were getting those long rests in a, a, quite a bit more there at the late game, though. Yeah. But still, like, even even in, earlier in the campaign, when he when he first made that character, we weren't running into that limit almost ever. Well, I wasn't well, a barbarian. He wasn't barbarian late. early. When did you add the barbarian? I think I was like level 12 or 13 in fighter when I took the Oh, barbarian. okay. Well, shows how much I was paying attention. <laughs> he's getting, getting mad over there. He does that. It's, he's always done that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. Um, I would say that yeah. So ancestral protector. That's a really awesome skill. That's a really awesome part of this subclass. Spirit shield. Great part of this subclass. This subclass is super good. Consult the spirits is situational, but situational. But it's the, the other two, the other two make up for it. A the lot. other two definitely make up for it. Yeah. yeah. Consult the spirits is definitely a like campaign specific type of thing. I, if, I mean, if that's the thing that you're going to need to do in your campaign. It's great. And if it's not, it's useless. <laughs> yeah. Like the thing is, is it, it's like, there's another one later on, but it's like just a worse version of a spell effect. So if you have yeah. a caster on your team, then it's like, Okay, well, they can just cast that. You're just saving yeah, someone then, a spell slot. Yeah, you, and, and sometimes that's important. So sometimes it's important. What level and is also uh, like these two spells are generally not common spells. <laughs> the, you the, don't think the augury and clairvoyance are not spells that people take normally, unless it's something that it's going to use a lot in your campaign. You don't want to be a, a divination. Good, yeah, well, divination yeah. wizard. It's not even if you are a divination wizard. Like it's just not those two spells are not. Like augury, that's that's. I feel like that's one of those things that never gets used because it's not. I think it's. I think it's. I think that it doesn't get used. Well, I mean, it doesn't get used a lot. I think because a lot of people don't think it's very useful. A lot of those, like it, really, it's really. (laughs) I mean, it is. It's just really super duper DM dependent, right? Like, yeah, and it's it. And also, depending on how you ask the question, because it's what it does is for anyone who doesn't. Uh, no, yeah, it gives you the ability to ask, uh, basically the, the DM and asks a uh, the gods if you do something within the next 30 minutes, whether it is likely to have good results or bad results. Yeah, that's the whole spell. Mm-hmm. So you ask your DM that, and they're like, Well, depending on how you ask it, like, is it going to be good or bad if we go into this, uh, in? <laughs> like, well, if you go in looking for a fight, then it's going to end bad. <laughs> if you go yeah, in yeah. just to talk, it's going to be fine. But you can't say that. You just say it's good or bad or both or neither. <laughs> so I feel or like it's a pretty, pretty lame spell uh, unless it's very I, it, uh, campaign specific. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It could be super useful with the right DM. Like, I, I would say yeah, that. Sure. Any spell could be super useful at the right DM, but it's well, such no. a it's such a some, specific thing. Some spells are useful no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and some spells are like 
hey, DM, I asked this question. He goes, maybe. And you're like, <laughs> Ed, why do I even take this spell? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not a spell that people take. Clairvoyance is a little bit better because uh, it's it's it has a more specific thing that it gives you. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. You can you can gain information on uh, through it. Uh, yeah, because you get to see stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Clairvoyance pretty good. Augury eh, not so good. You know what I'm realizing right now? That uh, I did all this research on my home desktop. I'm remote today recording. And uh, awesome. <laughs> I'm not logged into anything. And all my passwords are saved in a password manager. So is, is the password manager on your iPad? It's on my iPad, but it's not on my laptop, which means I'm having to do everything on my... <laughs> <laughs> which now I'm having to like pull my password up. <laughs> Uh, so while you're doing that, we can talk about, so we talked about consult the spirits, which is the level 10 level 14th one, uh, the vengeful ancestors that just makes that level six one even better. Yeah. It makes your spirit shield do damage instead of only preventing damage. It also basically, it reflects the damage. And which if you get, that's an extra D four D six of damage every single yeah. turn, because they're going to be attacking. Hopefully yep. not. If they're not attacking you, you get an extra basically just an extra free attack yeah that's 46 that per reaction is real good yeah oh for vengeful ancestor yeah yeah, yeah. The, that one ancestral guardians is a very good very strong one i think yeah no, i think I, when i was looking through these i was like what if i were to play a barbarian which one would i pick and this was one of the top three for me yeah oh yeah it's very I, cool. I would say that yes huh I don't think I would have. I mean, it's very good. I'm not going to say it's not good. It's exceptional. I don't think it's one that I would personally play, but that's not what we're here for, baby. I guess it depends on if I'm, if I'm the tank, then this is one of the top three. Yeah, if I had to be a tank, this would definitely be one of Barbarians are just better tanks than fighters, I feel like, most of the time. Uh, yeah, it's debatable. If, it's, but ju if yeah. it's just like a taking damage if thing. You're, if you're fighting a lot of magic stuff, it can get a little tricky if you don't have uh the right prime path yeah for sure depends there are, i mean they're yeah D D is a dynamic enough game that you can make an argument for almost anything to be almost anything in the right circumstance but, very but good, i know like very good i'm, playing a, I'm playing a fighter and if i take 30 damage i'm not reducing it so just <laughs> like <laughs> yeah okay yeah that hurts true you generally have a higher ac yeah it's so. true i guess uh, actually one of these uh, I think it's the next one. We want to move on to the next one. Do you guys have anything else to say about this Battle one? Battle Ranger. Okay, yeah. I didn't have a... I, this one's really super good, but not one of the ones I had a this heavy one, opinion on. This one is super weird. This one it's is. From, it's from a... I think it's from... I don't remember which one, which book it's from, but it's not from a regular book. It's from an adventure book, I believe. South Coast Adventure Guide or whatever, right? And it's dwarves only. I, okay. I do not like this one at all. <laughs> dwarves only. That I put that. I wrote in my notes. Battle Ranger. Dwarves only. Not sure who would pick this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who would this pick one, this. This one is like terrible. It's this is so, like a, this is a theme good. character. Yeah, it's a theme <laughs> character. This is a theme like, character. I'm a dwarf. Because a lot of the stuff. Armor. Great. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the stuff that it does. Spiked armor. Okay. Uh, if you're not grappling anyone, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Um, the, it doesn't even really give that amazing AC 14 plus decks with a max of two. Yeah, so so a maximum of 16, that's not even that high of AC. 
I just especially don't... when wait, I don't remember. Does the uh, let me check, double check? Yeah, I think that the spiked armor counts as armor, so you don't even get like your normal barbarian stuff, right? Uh, no, probably not. And I actually didn't. We yeah, check. Let's have this spiked long rare type of armor. Rare type yeah, of armor. It's... It's armor, so yeah. you would not get, you wouldn't even get the normal stuff that you get as a barbarian, like your unarmored movement and stuff, which is part you of can, what makes barbarians cool. You can use a bonus action to make a melee weapon attack with your armor spice. Yeah, so the whole one is D4. like, right, you got spiky armor and you can, you can do a little extra damage by ramming your spikes at people. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you grapple people or you just like run into people. You know what really sucks? The level 10. <laughs> Oh man, I can dash this bonus action if I'm raging. <laughs> so, you, so you can dash up and spike them with your armor, guys. Yeah, Can't you? Wouldn't you love at level 15 to be able to do 1d4 of damage for your armor you've locked yourself into for your entire character? Yeah, so maximum of 16 AC, whereas if you go armorless, you can get your AC above 16. You know what's, with, you know if what, you're statted correctly. And you know what's funny? As, as much as we're like, ripping this one right now <laughs> i don't think it's the worst one by a long shot really yes i don't think I, this is the worst I think one this was the worst one for me <laughs> i don't think this is the worst one i started reading i was like oh cool spiked armor and i kept reading down i was like but it's not good though <laughs> i wrote down it's a really lame thorns barbarian yeah <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> like the worst form of thorns and if yeah, if you're so listening to this and somehow you don't know what thorns is is that like a wow Diablo reflective damage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you just get the spiked armor, which you can do a little bit of like one d four extra piercing damage. Uh, oh man, it's not it's not great. not very good. Uh, if you if you grapple someone, you can do I think a d six of damage to yeah, them. Level, at level ten, you can dash as a bonus action. Uh, at level six, when you reckless attack, you gain temporary hit points equal to your con modifier. That's the coolest thing about it. You Except get some that's, temporary hit points. Like even that isn't you, very good. Reckless attack. That's that's every every turn potentially. You can get temporary hit points equal. You can get five temporary hit points every turn. That's not bad. If you have a twenty con. Yeah, if you have a twenty con, but that's like <laughs> it's not terrible. That's not. But I don't. Yeah, like I don't think it redeems it. I don't think. I don't think it redeems it. No, 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 no. I don't think there's uh, like uh, I, that is the best thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the spike the... retribution at 14 where is, is the true thorns damage where if you get hit then the but, attacker takes a whole three piercing damage but you had to get while you're through, level 14 yeah. you had to get through 14 <laughs> levels of this hot garbage to just give them to three get, damage three extra hit. damage around yeah so you're good against monks at level 14 <laughs> yeah something that hits a lot but doesn't do a lot of damage that's yep. what you're really good at yep Look out, guys! My armor's got spikes on it. Nobody, no other, no other civilization in all of D and D ever thought I'm going to put spikes on this armor. <laughs> well, it's dangerous. Only. They did say <laughs> it does say it does say that like obviously it's campaign specific. Like if I wanted to play this and I didn't want to be a dwarf, I think honestly, like the dwarf thing is one of the things that holds it back the most because if you're optimizing, sorry for me, because <laughs> if you're optimizing a character dwarves are okay but they're not amazing barbarians i don't even yeah, think thematically they're a cool barbarian it's i don't think anything thematically is a cool barbarian where your whole 
thing revolves around wearing armor. Spiky like for me, like barbarians yeah. are like, I'm a barbarian. I go into battle without armor because I'm I'm cool. In a sense, I'm just mad make, about things. Thorns make sense for a barbarian almost, right? But it's just implemented very poorly. Like a thorns style barbarian. I, I think, think it would, would be, be cooler. On a, I think it would be cooler on a, on a druid, like a melee, like a druid whose subclass was built to be a melee heavy. Yeah, and, and you like sprout thorns on yourself. That seems way cooler than than this this barbarian. I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Battle rage. Battle anyway, rager. battle rager. Not not my favorite. Battle rager. Solid five out of ten. Yeah, it's like a two out of ten for me. <laughs> I do not like that one at all. I think it's a. I, I, think it's a, it's a I don't. Mid. I don't like playing dwarfs. I don't. I don't, I don't even like playing dwarfs. But, armor. but the fact that you have to be a dwarf to play the subclass is is a negative for me. The spike. Yeah. The only good thing that, that about this that I'm like, oh, that is really cool. Dwarf Coast Adventure uh, is the uh, the temporary hit points every turn. But yeah, that, like but said, it takes a while to get there. Redeem it. No, it doesn't really even four or five for me. I'd say it's middle of the pack. Like it's yeah, not it's like two or three for me. It's not awful. It's, not good. it's, it's pretty awful for me. <laughs> and if we're going to rate them by 10, Ancestral Guardian is like an eight. Ancestral Guardian. Yeah. For me, if, yeah, I'd give for, it a nine. for it, for a tank, I say eight, eight or nine. nine. Yeah. For, if you're doing anything else as a barb, if you're like not filling that tank specific tank role, it gets a little bit worse, but it's still, I think it's still really there's good. better things. If you're, if you're trying to do damage, there's, Definitely better, better yeah. subclasses. All right. Next, we got Path of the Beast. Beast. <laughs> okay, this is one that I actually had quite a bit to say about. Okay. Because I think that this is probably one of my top picks for Barbarian when I read through okay. this. And I say that because, like, so Form of the Beast, third level, you get to choose from Bite, Claw, Tail, right? Mm-hmm. Bite, whatever you have to choose each, each the... time you raise, uh, each time you rage specifically, it's not just a thing that you pick and then that's yeah, yeah, yeah. it until uh-huh. you get, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, each time you rage, you can pick one. I wrote my notes on this. Bite is kind of mid, it's not that good. It's it's kind of a eh, you know, it's not super good. Uh, even the, the tail seems like situationally good, but. It's claws. really good in the fact that it could it could also help you tank really hard if you're making people yeah. miss you. Sure, but I think that what this class bring what this subclass brings for me is the claws. Claws <laughs> seem completely broken, my guys. You because think? oh, it seems so awesome. Claws seems freaking awesome. It seems so cool because you get every time you use an attack action, it allows you to take another attack as part of that action, not as a bonus action, not as anything else. So let's say you're holding a shield. You still get two attacks with your one hand, right? Uh, let's say you have two attacks because you're level five or higher. You now have four attacks around, right? Okay. Trying to think. Okay, so once on each turn, uh, once on each of your turns when you attack, with a claw using attack. So it just gives you one extra attack. Yeah. It's very good for shields. It's very good. It's very good at any time. So, but it's not like every time you attack, you get an extra. It's just once per turn. Once per turn. But still, if you had something. That's not even once per round. Okay. So it's not once per round. So that, that does get better. So you can take it on your reaction shots too. Yeah, you could. Yeah. That's kind of cool. 
So you could hit twice. And mm-hmm. like. Your boy loves hitting stuff, dude. Well, no, you couldn't, I guess, because it says once on each once on one. When you take an attack, each action. of your turns, when you take an attack. act. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's not not that cool. That's uh, I think it is actually, though, very good. I think it's OK. It's fun. I think that that's like the damage one. And then bite is the sort of the middle ground and tail is the is the pure tanky one. So bite uh, you do a you can you can bite as one of your attacks and it deals one to eight piercing damage on a hit. Yeah. And you get uh, some of that. You get that damage back as health. You regain a number of hit points equal to your proficiency bonus uh, provided you have less. So if you're below half health and you bite, then you get hit points back to you equal to your proficiency bonus. I don't think that's worth more than the other two things. It's okay. No, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I claws, think claws is better. And I think, I think the claws thing is, is for a shield. A claws thing is is you can have your shield and still do decent damage every round. Yeah, you don't see a lot of barbarians with uh, with shields, but yeah, that could totally be yeah. a thing. There's no reason to not use a shield if you have the claws. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and you get uh, you get more armor. You'd be harder to hit. It's just it, it seems like claws seem like an all around win to me. <laughs> And then the tail is obviously it's not tail. as good as claws, I don't think, but yeah. So uh, you can hit someone with your tail for one d eight piercing damage. Yeah, uh, and it has a reach property, so that's that's yep. kind of cool. Ten feet. Yeah. Uh, but the big thing about the tail is if you get if you get hit, you can use reaction to to move your tail up, essentially roll a d eight, and then apply whatever you roll to your AC to see if you maybe get get missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. With talking about with the shield, I think claws is the way you're gonna want to go. <laughs> claws is the way you're gonna gonna go. Is yeah, sorry, yeah, you said it right. That is the way you go. You pick claws so, every single time because <laughs> you want to hit stuff more. Yeah, and it's cool uh, to hit stuff. That's just at level three, though. That's just Those at level all three. Just level three things. That's just level three things. So well, level six soul. stuff is pretty sweet too. Yes, the level the, uh, six. Yeah, it, do you it just get all bounds. of them, or do you get to pick one per? You each? get to pick one per short or long rest. Yeah. So and it lasts until you rest again, at which point you would pick another, or you could pick the same one. So, so there's three: um, swim speed, uh, climbing, and jumping. Um, jumping. I mean, climbing is, I think, the best one by quite a bit. If you're I mean, gonna pick one every day. You're in. Most of if the you're, time, if you're underwater, then obviously, swim obviously take swim. <laughs> but think about all the campaigns you've played, and think about how often water comes up. It came up quite a bit at the end of one of our last campaigns, but overall, you don't go in the water all that often. You know what I mean? Yep. Just whereas, like, whereas, like climbing, being able to climb up a wall at normal speed is useful almost all the time. And the fact that you can hang from a ceiling upside down and still be able to fight with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Hit with your tail, throw javelins, stuff like that. Yeah, you can do like all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I feel it's like freaking... jumping is the loser here. <laughs> I can <laughs> jump better. Look at me, I can jump way better. Well, if you need... Okay, the thing is, it would be cool if it was a function I could activate at any time. But if I'm going to have to pick one for the whole day, unless yeah. it's like... All right, Unless guys. You're in the water, it's going to be climbing. <laughs> Tomorrow, guys, we're going to be we're going to be coming up on a long jump competition. And it's like, <laughs> Sick, I got this. But yeah, yeah climbing. So that one's not not as strong as a level three, but still, like, 
can be useful unlike some of the unlike the battle rager right <laughs> yeah yeah unlike battle rager when yeah. none of it's useful um infectious fury oh, i think this is very good too yeah i think this is one of the better features of this is too i i i looked in a lot of these i like looked up to see what other people were saying about them um surprisingly the website i use the most is saying that this is like a like a slightly better than average but i think this is really good infectious fury i think is not amazing oh really yeah. i yeah. think if it would hit automatically it'd be really good but if you're just getting unlucky and it never works you're just shit out yeah. of luck because it's it's a wisdom saving throw and it's based off of your con modifier so it's, most things don't have a high wisdom though and I and I mean, yeah, sure. it's completely dependent on what you're fighting. Some things it's, have a very high wisdom, yeah, sure. some things don't. It's save or suck. But, but yeah, that being said, I feel like it has a dual purpose. One is like you use it on someone. Let's say you have a teammate that's in in melee and he wants to get away, right? You mm -hmm. can use it, and if they fail, you can force them to use their reaction, and then that teammate could then leave without them getting an attack of opportunity. Sure. It's a battlefield tactic maneuver as much as it is like a bonus damage thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's like... Or you could just, just straight disengage. up make them take 2d12. <laughs> that's the one that I think everyone's going to be using. It's just 2d12 psychic damage. Yeah. At any time. I don't know. I, I think I'd force it to attack its teammates because like, if you're playing a campaign where the DM wants the role play and stuff like that, that's a psychological part of the fight, right? Why the yeah, hell is he attacking us? It and also then, depends like, depends on what you're fighting. Yeah, and then it can force the reaction. And yeah, sure, disengage. If they're a rogue, that's awesome. But if they're not a rogue, most people don't want to give up their whole turn. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, there. I feel like there are other ways to go around doing that. You like, I don't know. It, I, I feel it, like this the, is just the a fact nice that bonus. it's the fact that it's a, a wisdom save, and you can only do it uh, the number of times equal to your proficiency bonus in between long rests. Yeah. is a deterrent <laughs> think about if you if you if you forced like a wizard to use their reaction to hit someone else in combat right then they mm -hmm. couldn't counterspell anything for the next round that is a good good application of it i think yeah they could but you, so but, like but if you're on top of a wizard hitting them th you don't have to be up. on top of them you have to hit them when you hit a right? creature, no, no, uh, yeah. Please. When you hit a creature with your with your natural weapons while you were raging. Oh yeah, you're right. I must have read that wrong when I was taking my notes. It's still good it's though. Okay. You can get up it's, to someone pretty easy. It's okay. I mean, it's it's again certainly not as bad as anything from Battle Rager. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate Battle Rager so much? Because like it's, it's so worthless. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna look back around. It's to this. like the worst. It's not the worst, <laughs> dude. It is the next so one. Is the worst. <laughs> Uh, uh, level, level 14. 14. Yeah, Call of the Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Read one's still, to me. Still not, it's still not great. Uh, it's uh, powerful that you can spread its ferocity to others and gain the resilience of, uh, from them joining your hunt. When you enter a rage, you can choose a number of other willing creatures you can see within 30 feet uh, of you equal to your con modifier uh, yeah. to gain five temporary hit points for each creature that accepts this feature. Yeah. Until so, the rage ends, the chosen creatures can use the following benefit once on each of their turns. The creature hits a target when the creature hits a target with an attack roll and de uh, deals damage to it. 
the creature can roll a d6 and gain a bonus to the damage equal to the number rolled. So, the, and you can use it proficiency times uh, between long rests. The okay. cool part about this, yeah, is that's a lot of temporary hit points. That's if you a have ton. A, if you have a party of six people and they're all within range of you, yeah. that's thirty temporary hit points. It's a ton, and you can use it on their pets or their summons too, I believe. Yeah, it's just any creatures, any, yeah, any creatures, uh, up to your your con modifier. So I guess if you had a party of six, you could still only do five, but that's still twenty five. Uh, yeah, extra hit points that the party isn't going to have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or like. Well, you're the only one who gets the hit point. Oh um, yeah, it's, but that's true. But you're you're the barbarian, right? right. Yeah. So <laughs> the extra damage, though, think Heck, like yeah, an extra d6 of damage. I feel like is underwhelming. If you have, and I know you don't like summons, but if you have <laughs> someone who can cast, you know, summon. Oh God, what is it? The animal one, the druid one, that I am forgetting the name of at the top of my head right now. You summon 10 wolves or whatever, you give seven of them an extra D6 per hit, plus pack tactics. That's well, you a can't, can't do seven of them. Uh, uh, if you're level 20. Well, if, you're, if your con is, is 20, yeah, which if your con typically is 20. you're not going to go higher than that, then you can choose yeah. up to five creatures. Because maximum creatures is... Okay. Equal to your con modifiers, how many you can do. So it's up to five so creatures five, yeah, typically. Yeah. And then they get an extra D6 once per turn. Yeah. So if you have something that gets advantage constantly, it's like the knives, right? So it's, it's, I guess, but it's a maximum of 5D6 per round across your entire party, which is not a lot for, for if you consider, based on your entire party. If you consider that if you could hit everyone in your party with it, five people, and they all get an extra D6 per turn, and they're hitting... If everyone hits in a round, that's an extra five d six of damage every round. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't sound that's, like a lot, a lot of you... ifs. <laughs> I mean, like, regardless, if you have the if number they, of people, if, if they hitting. are actually making uh, attack rolls and not casting spells that require saves, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they then hit with those uh, with those attack rolls, I think it, it's potentially very good. Yeah, sure. If you if that's like if that's your group's deal, it's like this is what we do every time we jump into battle. Now that we're level fourteen, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> and a D six you get a D six of fourteen doesn't sound great. Yeah, a D six of fourteen does not sound right. Even like, yeah, that's a lot of ifs. It's okay. It's okay. Think, it's not terrible. I mean, like if you think about like uh, my fighter in your campaign, that extra D six has ended up being a lot of extra damage, you know? And sure. if you do look at it as the whole, you're, if, if everyone is able to hit, you are yeah. doing an extra 5d6 technically per, per round. Yeah. 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 That's very just good. pretty good. But it's but just a lot of ifs is the thing. You got to be lucky on the rolls. You got to be, I mean, nothing. Solid, right? Attack rolls. <laughs> got to have, you got to be grouped up within 30 feet of each other to do it, to start. It doesn't work on spells at all. Uh, well, it's it has to be an attack roll, so not a spell that would require a save as opposed yes, to like, but, like so, a fireball yeah. would work. Fireball would work, but so like it if, would work on if most. suddenly you need to like polymorph someone or hold person or something like that. But it if becomes they becomes slightly they, less valuable, if they polymorph someone and you gave it to them, it would still work, right? Because they'd be doing attack rolls. Polymorph is just a they make a wisdom save. 
the, the oh, if you're polymorphing an enemy. Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. If you, if sorry, you sorry, had sorry. to, if you had to have some sort of control, some sort of spell, obviously, where it's they have to make a save instead of or a fireball. <laughs> yeah, but it works really well on like fighters, monks, warlocks. You know. Yeah, which it's good because you don't. I don't want my my stuff to be like, oh, this works every time, always. You, no one should ever take anything. And it's else. broken. <laughs> then it's like broken. Yeah. It's like wish. Yeah. yeah. Why did they even make any other ninth level spells? <laughs> because Wish is so good. It's like but overall, I, I like I like Path of the Beast. I think Path of the Beast is one of the more interesting ones that I read. Uh, I like it. I don't okay. I guess we'll move on to Berserker. I give it a, I give I give Oh Path yeah, let's give it like a seven. Seven out of ten. I, I give it a five. I'm gonna give it another eight. I think that, I think this one's really good. To me personally, I really like when, this one. You changed my mind when you said the claws with a shield. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, that actually claws with a shield, baby. <laughs> yeah, very good. That could be very good. Um, Path of the Berserker. Terrible. I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing just, to say about this one just, because it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna start by giving it a one. Yeah, because it's, it's the, not good. It's the worst. <laughs> I. Fall. Sorry, Michael. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're listening. Sorry. Is he Path of the Berserker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he is. Okay. It's the worst one, but like it's not even close. <laughs> there, there is much the, worse it has one redeeming factor, and it is again campaign dependent. Okay. But not being able to be charmed or frightened while raging would have done a lot for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what? <laughs> you know what else you could do that with? An elf. And elves you know, aren't, they're not immune to it. They just get advantage. They're, immu- they're immune no, to being elves charmed. Elves are immune to being charmed. No, they get they get advantage. That's no, they're elf. immune. That's half elf. Elves are immune I to charm am effects. Gonna go check. They are immune to being check. slept. Oh, is it? Is it that? Yeah. No, they're immune. They're immune to being charmed. I'm pretty sure they're immune to being charmed. But I'm looking at elves it are right half now. elves. Yeah, look it up right now. Half you- elves are get advantage. Full elves get. Fey ancestry, you have advantage on saving throws against being charmed and magic. I'm throwing my mask. <laughs> I still yeah, don't there's, think there's no race that just flat out can't be charmed. That would be I, I still don't think I still don't think it's worth the point of exhaustion every time you frenzy. Yeah, uh, especially if you are playing by rules like we play by, where your long rests are a little harder to come by. Yeah, uh, multiple points of exhaustion. Yeah. can get rough real quick yeah. dude the the frenzy at level three uh can be very good if you're playing by regular uh rest rules and you're wanting to put out lots of damage it can be very good because that's an extra attack every round as, as a bonus action uh, but if you had to if you had to get in you can rage three times at level three right mm-hmm. if you had to get in if you had to get in three fights in a day you're gonna be worthless by the third fight <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 definitely. So if, again, if you're getting like normal, like a sort of more tame campaign where it's roughly like one fight a day and you get to rest, long rest in between each one, that can be amazing. That's a lot of extra attacks, especially if you're using a big, big weapon. I uh, actually Mindless Rage even... at level six, I think, is the most, uh, the, it's the best thing about this subclass where you yeah. cannot be charmed or frightened because that is a big weakness for most martial classes. <laughs> I didn't even write any notes on this one. I was like, <laughs> I like, I don't even need to write notes because I would never pick this. Uh, so yeah, mindless rage, I think is the thing that redeems it a bit. The level 10 intimidating presence is 
feels bad. It feels bad, uh, dude. For a no level one wants 10 to use their thing. action in a to to frighten someone. Uh, Unless it's an AOE frighten, you know what I mean. Unless like a spell that frightens a bunch of people, you don't want to choose. You choose, yeah. You choose one creature with this. So yep. So it's raw. and it's it it's it can be okay as an RP thing, but as a combat thing, that's that's not what you want to do when you're, especially as a as a berserker who wants yeah. to hit people multiple times, Who's raging and wants to hit people. Yeah, yeah. And even like the fourteenth level thing, retaliation, garbage, <laughs> fucking terrible. You telling me it's not terrible? It it's is not terrible. It is terrible. You get one reaction per round, my guy. Oh, okay, great. At fourteenth goddamn level, <laughs> I can hit one person with a reaction when they hit me. Whoopty fucking do. Some of these other fourteen levels things are stupid. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, again not great. But uh, it's. I feel like retaliation isn't terrible. Yeah. Because again, as a barbarian, Maybe you want to just level. get as many hits as you can in. <laughs> I'd rather see that at level. Honestly, I'd rather see that at level three and just get rid of frenzy. <laughs> and isn't frenzy is just if frenzy didn't make you take a point of exhaustion, it'd be worth it. But it'd be worth it. It'd be a lot better. So detrimental to the rest of the day. Yeah. Because you have to take. When you take a long rest, it doesn't get rid of all your exhaustion, right? It takes care of one. So if you're, it's, it's, two, I think it's, it's especially even worse in our campaigns or any, any kind of survival campaign where getting a long rest is harder. Yeah. Like if you had two or three points of exhaustion, you've wasted three days. You know what I mean? Yeah. To get rid of it. Yeah. I definitely feel like uh, <laughs> Great Weapon Master is better than Frenzy. And Great Weapon Master is yeah. just a feat you could take. Just a feat. Yeah. You just take it and be done. <laughs> if you were. The, I can, the only way I can see this working is if you are part of one of those like mini wargaming groups who plays just to hit stuff and like you're in a dungeon and you're like, I know there's enemies in the room next to us and the door's not locked, but let's take a nap in here for eight hours. And the DM's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, sure. And then you wake back up and you're like, ha ha, I'm back at it, baby. <laughs> but like in any other scenario, in any kind of role playing campaign almost, in any kind of campaign that has any kind of uh, barriers to taking a long rest, long rest is harder to get. It becomes even more detrimental how sh this thing is. It's yeah, exhaustion is pretty dangerous. If you're <laughs> listening to this podcast and you're thinking, I want to play a barbarian, just it, when you're scrolling through and you see Path of the Berserker or all you bought was the, the player's handbook and you see Path of the Berserker and you're like, I like raging. I like being big and dumb and punching stuff. Perfect. You don't want to pick this. Yeah. yeah. Don't pick that. I, I want to be like Grog. I want to be like, bro, I watched, I, I watched that critical role. I want to be like him, but no, Path of Berserker is shit. Was he a berserker in that show? Yep, he was. <sighs> Teaching the masses the wrong things, dude. I mean, that yeah. was like one, I think that was possibly his first campaign ever. Oh, really? And he, yeah, and he fucking, he played the shit out of that character. Everyone, yeah, I love that oh, character. Yeah, that's like the best character. Grog <laughs> was incredible. Yeah, but it was incredible because been, of him, not because of the close-up class. He, well, the way he played it, he stuck. He did not metagame. He stuck to his character, especially because his character is incredibly dumb. But that's a role. <laughs> he's an that's idiot. Role play. You could like you could see like there's times where he's like, I want to say something, but I can't because I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a role play thing. You like? I know it, it was person. just really good. Not because of the subclass, because the subclass yeah. is hot garbage i have nothing else to say about it it's shit Mindless rage okay. the only thing that even comes close to redeeming it but still not very good. not worth it not worth it absolutely just just not worth it i'm ready to move on from this oh, i, I want to cleanse i want to clean, cleanse my palette oh, of the berserker i will give 
on effectiveness, I would give it a seven, but it is my favorite. Sorry, I forgot to rate <laughs> Berserker. Not even a one, a zero <laughs> on the scale. I'll give so it. Far. I'll give it a two. And, and you, you're spe- generous. I'll give it. I'll give it a four if you're going up against lots of uh, things that charm you. <laughs> Guys, I'm just letting you know this is going to be a really charm-heavy campaign coming up. <laughs> just letting you know. You know, you might want to choose some certain things. It's like, okay, what? Just make sure you know it'll take a year to get to level six, but <laughs> I'm never going to frenzy rage. But I am never going to be charmed. I'm never going to be charmed, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, path oh, yeah, of the Storm, Storm, Storm Herald. Herald. Yeah, Path of the Storm Herald here. This um, is kind of cool. Uh, the 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 theme of it is very cool. I like it. Yeah, that's why yeah. I like. That's why it's my favorite one. But it's not the best one. But it's thematically, it's my favorite one. I think like so, Joe. You you were Storm Herald, right? Yeah, I got I got to level three. I'm like, I, so I was like reading over this, and, and I like, did a little homebrewing. I changed it instead of fire. I did lightning damage just to theme it up a bit. Lightning is the sea, the sea one, the desert. No, desert's fire. I know, I know that, but I just I you took just the desert, desert one and, and I used did lightning damage instead okay. of fire. My only the downside. Go ahead. Go ahead. My only complaint with Storm Herald is that the aura is a 10-foot aura, and if you're in any kind of enclosed space, it becomes harder to use very yeah. quickly. The downside is that you do have to use your bonus action to activate the aura every turn. So that like allows the first you turn when you rage, <laughs> it does it, and then every subsequent turn you do have to spend your bonus action to activate the aura. Now the desert which, one, eh. where, where it does two fire damage right and it scales yeah. it goes up a little bit over the levels if yeah. you're surrounded by enough people that's a decent amount of aoe right yeah but otherwise i don't know i i think it's a really like like what joe was saying thematically it's an awesome subject yeah. yeah yeah it's so cool what sounds cooler than i'm standing there and i'm surrounded by 10 feet of lightning that sounds sick. <laughs> I think practically it, it it it's one of the harder ones to make work really really well. Yeah, this well it, it's kind of forgiving in that you can choose a different cuz you get to choose between desert, sea or tundra and you can choose a different one every time you level. So yeah. as you get to those higher levels and the the things add things, you can sort of pick a different one, which is kind of nice. It's a bit forgiving. The at, at level 3 though, the the desert gives you just when you activate the aura, all of the creatures in your aura, which is a, yeah. be a, before, a 10, 10 foot uh, radius, 10 foot. Mm-hmm. takes two damage. Yeah. Just full, no, no save, no attack roll. They just take two damage. So if you're again, if you're surrounded by a bunch of stuff, then yeah, it's pretty good. And then as you get to higher level, like fifth, uh, 15th and 20th level, that goes up to a maximum of six at 20 level, 20th level. I feel like six damage at 20th level it's not very much. <laughs> it's it's not, but it's like free free damage, right? Yeah, that's that's why it's so low. It's because there's no chance that you can avoid it. If you've got you're like immune to fire. If you got four people around you, you know. <laughs> sure, but it's, I feel like at twentieth level, you're doing well more than that, just swinging your hammer as a bonus. Yeah, action. but you're you're only hitting one thing. Sure, but. It would you would have to be completely surrounded to make to to balance that out. <laughs> and ten foot's a big enough radius that as long as your teammates aren't near you, you could potentially yeah. hit quite a few creatures. Yeah, right? and that's another downfall of it is if you have other melee classes yeah. in your party, it's like, well, that's not really worth it. I'm gonna activate this, but it's gonna blow you up. That okay? Yeah, 
Well, the I, had that, I had that I discussion a lot. A little better. Uh, where it's not automatic damage. They have to make a dex saved, but it's 1d6 lightning damage at three, and then at level 20, it's 46 lightning damage. Yeah. Which is, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's at 20th level. Yeah, and that's against They're... one uh, against one creature. Dex, so dex you don't have to the... put your, your party at risk for it. Dex is one of the higher skills in most enemies. So, like, there's a higher odd that they're going to save. Depends on what you're fighting. You could be fighting a caster. You could be fighting a caster, but the casters aren't going to be punching you in the face. They're going to be, like, standing back and zapping you, you know? Sure, sure, you're going to be up in their face. They're yeah. going to have to run away from you. <laughs> you're faster than, than most other things as well. I suppose. So you I just think get it's... enraged and you go, bonus action, 46. Bye. I don't think it's... <laughs> I don't think out of all of them, thematically, it's the one I'd pick. I think that the sea it and the tundra definitely one. definitely the coolest visual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, no matter how good deserts were, who likes deserts? <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm a barbarian be... from Act 2 of Diablo. I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> <laughs> Only Act 5 from Diablo is where the barbarians are. Uh, That's Tundra. <laughs> yeah, which is the third tundra one. Tundra is just not good. You don't I think, think so? it could be good. Uh, especially if you are playing more of a support barbarian, which is a little yeah. weird, but it's the thing you can do. It's far and better defensively. Six, I mean, at, at third level, that's two temporary hit points per turn for everything within your, like, if you got a big party, that's a ton yeah. of healing. Yeah. And if you're, uh, at, it's not, I mean, does, again, it's, six, does it stack or does it just two, two, two? It's all temporary hit points never stack. So okay. never stack. it's just two, two, two. But it's two every round. Um, you just got to not be near your enemies because they'll get it too. But yeah, at third level, Two hit temporary hit points can be the difference between life and death. Yeah. At 20th level, when it's six temporary hit points, that's when I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> the reason I didn't. If you're in a big party where this would be worth having. Yeah. Someone else is going to have a better way to give you temporary hit points, most likely. I'd yeah. say the, the reason I didn't. I didn't talk about 20th level stuff is because it's either super broken or super not good. And yeah. not very many people are getting to level 20 anyways. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, that's just how it scales. Wanted to make sure we mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah not... mentioning it, sure. But it is pretty good up to, like, even 15, right? If you could give five temp hit yeah. points to everyone in your party, that's not a lot, but it's not nothing either, you know? Yeah, and it depends, again, on if you have someone else in your party that's giving you temporary hit points. Like, if you've and... got a Twilight Cleric, then this is worthless. <laughs> yeah, sure. But if you don't, and this is your only source of temp hit points... Up to fifteenth level, it's 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 a good amount. It's a lot if you spread it across the whole party, and like it doesn't really cost anything, right? Yeah, just cost a bonus action. It's just but it's I just a decent defensive option. I still feel like C is the coolest of those three. Oh, it's yeah. the coolest, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe the least useful. <laughs> Depends on if you're fighting one thing, it's the most useful. If you're fighting lots of things, it's less useful. Yeah. Um, at level six, Storm Soul. Yeah, yeah, Storm Soul that grants you uh, an, a bonus even when your aura isn't active. I think and you can again, choose between Desert Sea and Tundra. I think this is where the Desert one pulls ahead. Resistance to fire damage is pretty good. Yeah, because that is by far the most common type of damage in D&D. Magical damage. Yeah, there's a lot of fire damage. So that's, there's a lot I mean, of fire damage. But again, if you're playing something that's homebrewed your dm can just be like well there's not going to be 
<laughs> He'd be a dickhead damage. if you were like, hey, DM, I'm <laughs> going to do the desert one. I'm going to get resistance to fire. And he's like, yuck, yuck, no fire, whole campaign. You'd be like, <laughs> everybody does ice balls. Everyone does ice, ice balls, balls only. Yeah. That'd just be a, that, that's a dickhead DM. That's not a bad, not that it's a bad option. Uh, the C one, I kind of like, again, campaign dependent, but gaining resistance to lightning damage is okay. But being able to breathe underwater and having a swim speed of 30 feet is that can be game changing if you're underwater. I think that this is like the swim speed on the last one where it's like it sounds really cool in theory. But if you're not playing an ocean like seafaring themed adventure, this isn't very useful 90 percent of the time. Sure. Like if you are. It's so incredibly useful because you have if you have a swim speed, I don't think you get disadvantage on attacks underwater. Being able to. Which I would is a say, huge deal. I'd say you're, you're sixth level. Remember that cloak that I got that magic item in? Yeah, uh, the cloak of the manta ray, I think is what it was. Yeah, that was incredible. I don't know how rare that magic item is, but I can't imagine it's super rare. And as your DM wants it to be. <laughs> yeah. And it's far superior to this. It's, and it's just an item, right? You just have yeah. it. It's not something you're baked that you're stuck with forever, right? Yeah. If you pick C, that's all you get. You're not you're not changing it to one of the other ones, right? Well, you can change it the next time you level. Yeah. Oh, can you? Yeah. And uh, it, it's okay. it's not like you pick desert from level three and C from level six. You just you can change them, but you only get desert or C from both. Okay. Okay. And so then if you're uh, taking C already. And then you're like, hey, we're going to be in the water soon. Like, oh, I'm sticking with C. (laughs) With C. Yeah. Yeah. If you can change it every level, maybe it's got a little more utility, but it's thematically, it's the one I'd pick probably. Or that one or Tundra. Sounding for sure. Tundra, you get uh, cold damage resistance. Yeah. Cold damage resistance. Don't suffer the effects of extreme cold, which is good for like a survival style campaign. Yep. Um, And you can touch uh, water and turn a five foot cube into ice, which melts after a minute. Yeah, it's just worse shape the next, the next the next sentence is specifically for Eric. This action fails if a creature is within the cube. In the cube. <laughs> I know, I read that. Man, shape water you can't freeze stuff that people are in either. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like it's it's a neat touch. It's like being able to light stuff on fire if you're a desert person. Except yeah. that like more often I need a campfire than I need a five foot block of ice. <laughs> Maybe you're just real thirsty and you're like, you know what sounds real nice? some cold, iced tea. cold iced tea dude <laughs> or or like you go Bang. make create water on top of me and you jump up and touch it <laughs> and then it falls on the guy in front of you remember yes yeah i, I remember, do remember. Story, it's great yes. yeah <laughs> that's all you'd use it for i don't uh, it's just like an addition the it's only just thing like, is you'd have to have somebody else create the water yeah yeah i know you'd because have to do it with <laughs> shape water too because when uh, when are you going to be in a situation when there's Five cubic feet of water yep. above someone's head that's <laughs> sitting it's in free air, yep. ready to go. Like, ooh, oh man, good thing you're standing under that bubble of water. You'll <laughs> you'll never see this coming. <laughs> what a combo, though! Like somebody cast it right above an enemy, and you run up and jump up and jump slap and it, slap and it. Just, it. just like ice, boom. <laughs> you just yeah. follow it down on top of them, dude. Yeah, All right, like like uh, Ice Man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, so tenth level, tenth level. shielding storm, shielding storm. Everybody in your group gets the resistance. I think yep. it, it's it is situationally super good against like 
dragon's breath weapons and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it kind of makes it to where you don't... I mean, it is it is and it isn't. Because normally if you're trying to go up against a dragon breath, you're like, spread out so we don't all get hit with it. This sort of is forgives you for not being good at spreading out because... <laughs> Sometimes you don't get <laughs> a chance to spread out. Yeah, right? so if you're within the aura, then you get resistance to, to the... That whatever type of damage the you're you've chosen, yeah. Uh, so if a dragon shows up wildly and randomly, like it does in your campaign, yeah, and it happens, right. and it happens to be fire, suddenly three people get breath weapon, and you're like, oh, psych, resistance. Yep. So that seems like pretty good, but not yeah. amazing because it's not something that you're like, let's group up for this. <laughs> it's group <laughs> let's up, group so up for this fire breath, breath, so we yeah. can have resistance. But Spread then all it. of us take it. So. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, half's better than full, right? It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Shielding Storm. Shielding Storm is okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Not amazing. But uh, sure. Raging Storm. At a uh, Yeah, this. Yeah, 14th level deal. I mean, I didn't really actually read Desert Winds. Like, if you're level 15 and you hit him with that 15 damage instantly. Yeah, I mean, uh, the reaction, force, and dexterity that takes fire damage equal to half your barbarian level. Equal uh, to your barbarian level. Uh, it's equal to half. On, the creature on the takes ABO. fire damage equal to your barbarian level. I'm reading it says the creature takes fire damage equal to half, half your barbarian your level. Barbarian level. <laughs> yep. uh, I'm on the wrong <laughs> site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full? Yes, it would definitely be the best one. Man, I was about to say, I was like, that one's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you oh, have I a, got my hopes up. It has a dex, it has a dex saving throw component, which I yeah. always think kind of, it's the most common one, like I said earlier, but it is a decent amount of damage. It's not, it's, it's the best okay. one of the three, probably. Unless you really like knocking people prone, which is unless you be really fun. like knocking people prone, well, you get so advantage. that to, so that the people from a distance are screwed. <laughs> Force yeah, that that's true. Yeah, yeah Tundra is not bad either. Making something is if you don't want to grapple, but you want to make their speed zero, that's a, a way to do it. That's a good like tactical one. Yeah, uh, you 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 make them not be able to move, and then they can't go leave you and go attack someone else, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. I only but have any, all of those take a reaction. So I feel like the level 14 thing is again, fairly underwhelming. Yeah. Oh, out of, out of all the things it does, it like raging storm. The choices at 14th are the worst. Yeah. So, but uh, thematically this is this, I rank this very high, but mechanically it's not terribly great together. I'd say it's a seven. I give it a six solo overall. Overall. What'd you seven. say, Joe? You got seven. Okay. Yeah. I think that's about right. Like it, it's not overly powerful, so it's not like the choice I'd take for like optimization. And but thematically, it's super awesome. So it kind of brings it up a little bit. Yep. Uh, right. On to the next one, we got yep. Path of the Totem Warrior. Path one, of one of the top three. You gotta be. If you take, the you take the bear. Yeah, you take the, the bear. Tank, you take the bear, and you're resistant to everything except for psychic damage when you rage, and then that's that's the easily the best one of these I, I read through these different ones there's a bear eagle elk tiger and wolf and bear is just so far and away it's so far and away the best yeah uh, i take half damage to everything i win yeah that's yeah it, the other ones aren't even like close one. yeah like being able to take a dash as a bonus action i mean just 
that's not great. <laughs> take yeah. two points, take two levels in, in Rogue, and you can do that. Especially uh, if you're like me and you roll extremely well throughout the entire campaign on your health rolls, <laughs> and you get like 328 at level 20, then you yeah. have, you know, 600 and something, basically. Yeah, the elk, uh, the elk having your if you're not wearing heavy armor, your walk speed increased by 15. That's oh, that's that's not bad, but like mobile feet is better uh, yep. overall. You lose a little bit of, of speed, but it has other things that make it better. Yeah, uh, the tiger jumping raging, again, you can jump further. That's worthless. Yeah, uh, and the wolf while you're raging. This one is actually makes an argument, but I still don't think it's better than bear. It's but the wolf makes tactics. it to where it pack tactics. Yeah. So anything within five feet of you, uh, your friends have advantage on melee attacks against anything within five feet of you. So that's pretty good. But yeah. most of the time you're going to be flanking and you're going to get that anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, bear takes like, again, bear far is away. Yeah. <laughs> bear is so much better than any of the other ones. You're taking totem warrior to get bear. Yeah. yeah. Not for exactly. anything else. It should yeah. be path of the bear. Path of the bear. Yeah. It should just be path of the bear. That's all you need. Yep. Uh, sixth level again. It's b- based on which animal you choose. So at bear, yep. <laughs> which is the only one you're going to choose, uh, your carrying capacity is doubled, and you have advantage on strength. So yeah, this made dude. to push, pull, lift, break objects. Not not a big deal, but you took bear for something else, and whatever you took bear for, the thing before is yep. better than anything you're going to get at level six for any of these other things. <laughs> still, for sure, so you're still going bear. <laughs> yep, you're going bear again, dude. The, well, can you well, choose you can, different ones? No, if you get, this is one of the ones I didn't animal. get. I didn't get a chance to go over very well. So you only get yes. one animal. Then you take same bear. animal you selected at three. We don't even need to go over the rest of this crap. The rest of the stuff is useful. The tiger, oh, wait, wait, wait. One, the tiger one's pretty good. You get to choose two skills. Well, at level six, you, it says you can choose the same animal you selected at third level or a different one. So yeah, if you can choose a different so, one based on whether or not that changes your your level three one or not you could have something different. So we can at least talk about the different aspects. Eagle uh, is actually pretty good. You gain, you can see up to a mile away with no difficulty, able to discern even fine details as though that's, looking through something no more than a hundred feet away from you. That's yeah. pretty, insane. that's really, that's really good. Um, <clears throat> the elk one's really good. If you guys, if you travel a lot. Yep. You your, your travel your pace is doubled. Pace. Uh, yeah. Very good for if, if you're traveling. Uh, so Tiger, it's up you, 10 companions too, so your whole group travels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. it's it's really good if you're traveling. Really good. Uh Tiger, you just gain some extra proficiencies and uh two two of the following athletics, acrobatics, stealth, or survival, which is pretty worthless. Uh I mean campaign dependent and character dependent if you want to have those I things. I mean, if you want to be a skill monkey, right? But like you, you made it to level six without having those, so uh I feel like that's not a not like a thing that you would you would not go into this path for this feature. No. <laughs> but it's better uh, than the bear one at this level. The wolf one can be pretty good. You can track dudes at a fast yeah, pace, a fast and pace. you can move at normal speed while moving stealthily, which yeah. is a pretty big one. Yep. I think that um, one's like campaign specific, but yeah, it could yeah. be very good. Of those, I think eagle is the best. Yeah, eagle or tiger. I know you said it, like if you made it to level six, but like. If you got to level six and you were like, dang, I wish I had been more stealthy. I wish I had had a better survival. It's nice to be able to pick those up at later. That's true. That's true. But I still, Tiger is not. That that happens to me a lot where I pick stuff that I think that I wanted. And then like later on, I'm like, dang, I really wish I would have gotten X thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and being able to choose another one's always nice. So yeah, so if your DM rules that you can choose a, an animal that is different than you chose at level three and still keep your level three one, I would go bear and then eagle at six is what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, when we get to the 14th one, we'll we'll talk. Well, let's do the 10 and then we'll get to 14. <clears throat> 10, you can commune with commune nature, nature. As a, only as a yep. ritual. And that's Yay. it. That's the call. <laughs> so 10 <laughs> is super lame. You're not here for yeah. level 10, but you're here for is level 14. And if you're here for level 14, <laughs> I well, feel like well, commune with nature is not that bad. It, it, if it's it used well thematically in your campaign, it can be very good. You can gain information from it, but that's yeah. all that needs to be said about it. <laughs> yeah, that's all that needs to be said. I don't think we need to stick too long on. Yeah, I just want to see it can be okay, but it's not great. But level 14 is actually pretty dang good. Um, actually, a few of these seem very very good eagle is pretty big on eagle 14. is big you yeah, can fly you, you can fly when you're raging you get a fly speed equal to your move speed uh yeah it's not it's not it is really good i don't want to knock it but you don't you don't get it at the end of your turn you fall you can fly again at the next on your next turn but at the end of your turn you still fall yeah if but you're if you're in a fight it. against flying enemies a flying wizard something which wouldn't be uncommon at 14th level you should yeah. get up there and grab onto somebody or yeah. something you could yep. fly up there and grapple him. You could fly, fly up there and hit him. Anything is Absolutely. good. You'll do something. But it does. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the one you would take, right? <laughs> yeah. Bear's really good, too, though. Yeah. Uh, any, if you're, let's see, any While creature than five feet of you that's hostile to you has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than you, which is similar uh, to the ancient guardian, ancestral guardians thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but in Central Guardians, you get it at three, and this you get it at level 14. <laughs> yeah. But it does affect, like, everything in that range, right? So it, it potentially yeah, affects yeah. a lot of people. Yep. Um, uh, Eagle, yeah, you get flying. That's, Eagle. That's Eagle. The one elk, good. elk is really good. You uh, can yeah. pass through uh, large or smaller creature spaces, and uh, if you do, you can knock them prone, and they can take a D12 of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not better than eagle. Yeah, <laughs> not better than eagle. Fly, yeah. fly is one of the best things in the game. Like Especially being able to fly or a martial class. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Tiger's that's... actually pretty good. At this one too. Yeah, it gives you a charge. It's it's like the charge feat, but uh, you know, better. <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can use it's, an extra it's attack. Really good. Yeah, you can use the extra attack. Yeah, yeah, and a bonus attack attack. Tiger's well, actually you might as well not even read it because it's worthless. Oh yeah. What's it? While you're raging. You can use your bonus action to knock a large or smaller creature prone when you hit Yeah, there, why would yeah, you take that terrible. one if you could take one of these other ones? <laughs> yeah, that's you can the worst like one. especially if, if you, you have reckless attack, why are you taking that? Yeah, you already plus, have plus the fact that like if you have you if you have uh like you can do that with just one of your attacks if you really wanted to shove. You can shove someone and knock them prone. You don't get the weapon damage out of it, but I feel like that trip. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not gonna take that over eagle. So no, bear eagle gonna... eagle is the way to go. <laughs> if you can change, if you can, if you can separate them. If you can't separate them, if you have to go all the same, you're bear. going bear. You're going. Bear. Even though eagle, you would pick on the next two. You're still going bear because it's that good at level three. <laughs> yeah. I'd argue, yeah, bear eagle, and then either. Bear, Eagle, or Tiger at 14th. Though I think all three of those is very good. Elk's very good. The only one at 14th that I think is just terrible is Wolf. Yeah, it's not good. That's not very good. 
That's the only one, though. That's not good. Uh, right. We got we got two left. I think we can get through them. I think we can get through them. Yeah, we're okay. at an hour, but I think we can just burn through the rest of these. Path of the Zealot. Path of the Zealot. I didn't actually Path. look into this one that much, so this one's on you guys. The 14th level one is probably my favorite thing. The 14th level one makes you, like, between that and your, like, relentless rage, you're yeah. just never going to die. But starting at level three. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's uh, start down low. You can channel Divine Fury into your weapon strikes. Uh, when you're raging, the first creature you hit on each of your turns with a weapon attack takes an extra damage equal to 1d6 plus half your barbarian level. The extra damage is necrotic or radiant, depending on what you choose. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's really that's, strong. That ends yeah, up being a lot of extra damage. Uh, 1d6 plus half your barbarian level. So at level four, that's 1d6 plus two. Yeah, Just that's pretty good. Extra damage when you hit. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's really good. Once, once per round. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, first hit on each of your turn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so, pretty good. Yeah, oh, that's, before that's we go good. on, I'm rating the. Oh, yeah, yeah. Path of a 10. Like Path of the Bear. Path of the Bear. Path of the Bear, I'm, I'm going to give it a, a nine. It's, it's real good. If, if, if you, you can go if you can go Bear Eagle Eagle, then yeah, it's got to be a 10. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the 10. If you can mix it up, it's the 10 of the group. If you can't yeah. mix it up, it's still very good. A nine. Yeah. yeah. Nine and a 10. Easy. That one's really, really good. Man, why do uh, I keep forgetting to do that? I can't remember to do that. <laughs> Back to Path of the Zealot. Path of the Zealot. Uh, also at level three, your soul is marked for endless battle. If a spell such as Raise Dead, uh, some sort of resurrection spell, has a soul effect of restoring you to life, but not undeath, the caster doesn't need material components to cast a spell on you. That's a fun bonus. That is a fun probably, bonus. That's good. Probably not going to be that important. Uh, either your DM is going to let you have diamonds to do that, or he's not going to let you like be revived most likely but yeah that's fun that's a cool thing so would, would that work with revivify you wouldn't need a diamond to bring back yeah. your barbarian yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Has yeah. wow that's that that is really good in the sense of this is a this, especially if you're the guy out front taking the damage if this isn't one of the lot, ones yeah yeah this isn't one of the ones that i read into very much this is the, the last couple are the ones i kind of like didn't get to read too much but this sounds like the perfect class if you die all the time. <laughs> if you're the kind of player who plays really recklessly and dies a lot, this is the perfect one for you. If yeah, you're that guy, if you're the guy who's like, I just want to get in there and I want to fight everyone all at once and I die at least once a, once a session or whatever, right? You, then this is a 10 out of 10 for you. This is, <laughs> this is the class, dude. Remember that guy, Joe, in our original Friday group? who would just die yeah. every session. This should have been his class. <laughs> That's yeah. That, that second, third level thing is, it's just like a, it's an economy thing, right? Because again, your DM is going to let you have diamonds if he wants you to resurrect each other. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's one of those things where <clears throat> also you're like, you're, you're cleric. We don't even know that. And they'll just be like, well, I don't have a diamond, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> that's true that's true you'd have to let everyone know hey guys yeah, hey, if i die just you can cast whatever on me bro even take your diamond uh so yeah that's a weird thing but it's it's a it's very cool thematically i think yeah. it's a neat thematic thing yeah for sure uh level six fanatical focus the divine fuels your rage can protect you uh if you fail a saving throw while you're raging you can re-roll it 
and you must use the new role. You can use this ability once per rage. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You get, a, you get a lucky on a save. That's that could be. Yeah, that could be game changing. Yeah, especially if you're like, you don't really want to multi-class of the fighter to get that uh, indomitable. You can like, oh, I can just get it at level six. <laughs> yeah, I that's suppose. pretty good. I think I mean, that's a really strong one. Now, it, it might feel a little better if it was at three, but because of what you do get at three, it feels pretty good at six. I think that that's fantastic at six. Yeah. Uh, it's plus you can use it once per rage. So theoretically you could go into a fight rage and you fail it and have to use it. Yeah. And, and then he's turn, out of rage. Like, I'm going to rage again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that that's very, very strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Having, you an advantage on a, having an advantage on a saving throw that you get to choose when to use that advantage is pretty good. A lot of the times you're not going to know what spell is getting cast on you, though. So you have to, like, use it, use it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, it's, it's, not, it's, it's actually a little bit better than advantage because uh, as a barbarian, you're going to get advantage against, like, a lot of dex saves anyway. Yeah, and I guess. Yeah. You would then get a third roll, essentially. Yeah. If you had failed, yeah. which is, I think that's so good. And you that's really good. need those advantages for, like, charisma checks or wisdom saves wisdom and save. stuff like that. <laughs> really helpful. Yep. Uh, yeah, presence, presence level ten. Yeah, that one's so strong. It's, I think it's so good you for that channel, for that one little for that turn. You learn to channel divine power to inspire zealotry and others. As a bonus action, you unleash a battle cry infused with divine energy. Up to ten other creatures of your choice within sixty feet of you that can hear you gain advantage on attack rolls and saving throws until the start of your next turn. Uh, you can only use it once until you finish a long rest. So it's you got to pick your moments. Yeah, but it can be very strong, situationally very strong. <laughs> yeah, but... at, at tenth level, I think it's I think that it's weaker than your thing that you get at third and sixth level, but yeah. I still think it's strong. Yeah, especially yeah, that... if you are as barbarians sometimes are using a turn to like catch up to something. Right, and you yeah. have nothing else to use your actions on. You know the weird thing about Stuff it in, in sixty foot range, of you everyone have advantage on your next attack. It doesn't advantage. work. It doesn't work on you. Uh, yeah, that's really strange. It's a really strange omission. That, that is. A it says and, up to ten creatures of your choice that can hear you. Well, it says up to ten other creatures of your choice. Oh yeah, you're right. It does say that. Yep. Yeah, that's Which is really a little weird. It but, could be good if you had a summoner. Again, that's one of those things where that's and that's why I think it's a little weak uh, because generally you're going to be using that bonus action, especially if you're create uh, weapon master and you're getting crits or kills. You're yeah. going to be using that for an attack. But as a barbarian, sometimes you are unable to get on top of the thing you're wanting to hit, and this yeah. gives you something to do on those turns. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean it's not useless, but it's not. And if, I don't if, think it's like if we're fighting a dragon, and hopefully as the barbarian you go either. Before everyone else or after everyone else. <laughs> so you can use it and then you sure, yeah. help save people from that dragon breath or it's situationally know. very good. Yep. Yeah. Uh and then 14, the rage the beyond best, death. The best, the best one. And <laughs> yeah. down it is the, the strongest. The best, the best 14th level thing you're gonna get as a barbarian. While raging. Yeah, go ahead. Having zero hit points does not knock you unconscious. 
You yeah. still must make death saving throws, and you suffer normal effects of taking damage while at zero hit points. However, if you would die due to failing uh, death saving throws, you don't die until your rage ends, and you die then only if you're still at zero hit points. That's that is busted. <laughs> it is so awesome. It's the best. This this one makes this one my top. My top one. Literally, <laughs> this is this is, this is yeah. it. This is my number one on barbarian. Yeah. So if you so strong, if you make it to fourteenth level, you just don't die in fights. This you is just one of don't those. Don't fall down. Um, yeah. I was checking RPG bot because I didn't read these because I didn't read these last two. Uh, he says, drink a potion of healing right before your rage ends, and you're functionally unable to die due to hit point loss while raging. Yep. You can't go below zero hit points, so as long as you go above zero, again, potion of healing, before your rage ends, you're fine. So once you hit zero hit points, you no longer need to care about taking damage. There are effects like disintegrate and powered kill, which will become very scary, but otherwise you're fine. Yeah, yeah, it's that super sounds super busted. busted. Yeah, that's super busted. Especially once you get one more level at level fifteen, where your rage is persistent. Yeah, yeah, endless rage. You never run out. So it's just, <laughs> it's just, yeah. It made from one of the coolest moments in Critical Role. Oh, that was an awesome moment. It was so good. And, I think, and beyond this, this this stacks with your um the other thing you get as a. Uh, as a barbarian, which is uh, relentless rage, where if you dropped once you're level 11, if you dropped to zero hit points while raging and don't die outright, uh, you can make a con save and drop to one hit point instead, which so it, it gives you even more of a buffer. Like you could be dropped to zero. Nope, I'm at one. Drop to zero. Possibly save again. Nope, I'm at one. Drop to zero. It doesn't matter that I'm at zero. I will start making death saves now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. if you've got any way to heal, if there's a cleric, if you've got a health potion, then yeah, it's so busted. This alone makes it. This makes is a this 10. Class good. Yeah, this yeah. makes it a 10. If you get to 14th level. Yeah. This is why I don't usually look at 14th level and above because it's like, I don't want to get stoked about the stuff that I'm never going to get to use. Yeah. Even without the 14, it's still very good, but yeah. 14th level brings it to a 10. Yeah, brings it to yeah. a 10. So. If you're in a campaign that's not going to go to 10, maybe pick something else. This is good, but there's better <laughs> stuff. But if you're going to yes. get to level 20, this is exceptional. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's freaking super broken. Okay. <laughs> so the last one, which is my favorite thematically, Path of Wild, Path Magic. Of Wild Magic. Wild yep. Magic, why? Do so, you like uncertainty in your classes? It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. So at third level, you get detect magic as a as not a spell, as just a feature you can use. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Equal, you, you can use it proficiency bonus times uh, in between long rests. Yeah, which cool. That's neat. Um, and you get wild surge. So whenever you rage, you roll a d8 on this table, and you get a certain thing. And all of them are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> I was about uh, to ask this is because this is one of the other ones that I didn't really get to read. Are these so, like actually good, or are these ones well, that you well, need to I'll find them real quick. online? Okay, I'll, I'll read through them quickly. So uh, it's D eight one. Uh, shadowy tendrils lash around you. Each creature of your choice that you can see within thirty feet of you must succeed on a con save or take one d twelve necrotic damage. You also gain one d twelve temporary hit points. Like whenever you rage, that just happens. Well, That's pretty cool. Level. Yeah, 
Two, uh, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again on each of your turns as a bonus action. That's amazing. That is incredible. super good, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're trying to get away from me? Nah. (laughs) Not only can I run like 50 feet, but I can also teleport 30 feet as as a bonus action. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Three, an intangible spirit, which looks like a flump or pixie, your choice, appears within five feet of one creature of your choice that can that you can see within 30 feet of you. At the end of your current turn, the spirit explodes, and each creature within five feet of it must succeed in a dex save or take 1d6 force damage. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again, summoning another spirit on each of your turns as a bonus action. That is good. Just a yeah. quick AOE 1d6 really damage. For, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Four, magic infuses one weapon of your choice that you are holding. Until your rage ends, the weapon's damage type changes to force, and it gains the light and throne properties with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. If the weapon leaves your hand, the weapon reappears in your hand at the end of the current turn. So you can take, now reading this rules as written, you can take a great weapon and throw it. And then he just comes back to you at the end of the current turn. I'm going to say, I think you're starting to sound a little bit like me with that one. I mean, otherwise, why would it say it gains the light and throne properties? Guys, rules is written. (laughs) (laughs) So cool. That is Uh, awesome. That is so cool. Your dog thought that was cool, too. He barked at that, dude. Five. Uh, Whenever a creature hits you with an attack roll before your rage ends, that creature takes 1d6 force damage as magic lashes out in retribution. Pretty cool, not as not as fun as some of the other ones, but still good. Like none of these are like, oh wow, I hope I don't get that one. They're all like, oh, okay. Uh six. Until your rage ends, you are surrounded by multicolored protective lights. You gain a plus one bonus to AC, and while within ten feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. That's also very good. Yeah. Until your rage ends, you become an RGB gamer. (laughs) RGB shield. (laughs) Who gains protection, dude? Also you your razor keyboard, dude. All right. Uh, seven. Flowers and vines temporarily grow around you until your rage ends. The ground within 15 feet of you is difficult terrain for your enemies. For your enemies. Okay. Against I was anything that is trying to run away from you. That's amazing. That's yeah. super good. That yeah. Huge. For your enemies. If it didn't say that, I'd have been like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> and eight. A bolt of light shoots from your chest. Another creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you must succeed on a con save or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded until the start of your next turn. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again on each Holy of your turns cow. as a bonus action. This class is Dude, so good. That's <laughs> awesome. It, it is like, it that's sounds just, really awesome. That's just at level three. Yeah, that's just a level three. <laughs> that's all level three. I was reading through these, and I I hadn't read through a, a lot of the Barbarian stuff. I had read through Berserker and, uh, like, uh, Totem Warrior and Zealot before. I'm like, those are pretty good. I read this one, Path of the Wild Magic, and I was like, I want to play this Barbarian. <laughs> this is the most interesting one so far, for sure. That's all at level three. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah, that's it sounds like the most fun out of all of yeah. them so far. So level six, you get Bolstering Magic. And you can you can harness your wild magic to bolster yourself or a companion as an action. You can take uh, you can touch one creature, which can be yourself, and confer one of the following benefits uh, of your choice to that creature. So for ten minutes, the creature can roll a d three, 
uh, whenever making attack roll or an ability check and add the number uh, rolled to the d20. So that's for 10 minutes. You can just touch someone and then for the next 10 minutes, they can roll a d3 and add that to their attacks or uh, ability checks. Nice. Or you can roll a d3 and the creature that you touch regains one expended spell slot, the level of which equals the number rolled or lower. Creature's choice. That's really good. That If you are in a, a group of casters and you can potentially give them back level three spell slots. Yeah. That's, that's fireball, so baby. You can take this action a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus uh, in between long rests. So you can't do it a ton, but that is such a cool, like, thematic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man. Especially, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're, um, we're, we're running kind of low here. I'm, out of, I'm low on spell slots. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Let, Let me give you some magic. Here, have at least a, a, a level one spell slot back. That is so yeah. cool. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. If you have a lot, especially if you have a lot of casters in your party. Yeah, it's so cool. And even if you have zero casters in your party, you're still like giving them basically bless. Yeah. For 10 minutes, which is pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, so that's level six. Uh, level 10, unstable backlash. Uh, when you are imperiled during your rage, the magic within you can lash out immediately after you take damage or fail a saving throw while raging. You can use your reaction to roll on the wild magic table and immediately produce the effect rolled. This effect replaces your current wild magic effect. So this goes back to the 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 D eight for, yeah. for for barbarian. And you can just if you don't like the uh, the one that you're on, like if you happen to be in a fight where one of the one you got is useless, yeah, you, you can, can reroll it. Get this one, yeah, that's a reroll. Yeah, so that's okay. That's not amazing, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that that's fine. That's good. That's a fine level ten. I don't the feel like any. It's not great either. Not of the not a lot of the level tens on on any of these have been like mind blowing. So I'd say that's par for the course for the rest of them. Yeah, the, that one's uh, that one's okay. It's yeah. not great, but again, it's like the 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 bonus of it is that you can basically uh, use your reaction to trigger one of these things. So okay. reaction to deal yeah, yeah, yeah. one six damage or whatever. And then yeah. you can continue to do it as a bonus action on your subsequent turns. So that's kind of where it's it's slightly better than... This than whole class is leaning pretty heavy on that chart. Yeah, which okay. is, is great. <laughs> and then at 14, uh, whenever you roll on the magic uh, wild magic table, you can basically roll with advantage and choose. Yep. Uh, so you roll the dice twice and you get to choose which of the two effects. If you roll the same number, if you roll, if you roll doubles then you can ignore the number and choose any effect on the table, which is cool. Yeah. But like, not, not amazing. This is not your, your zealot level 14 by no, any no, no, stretch no. of the imagination. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but for me, this is the one I would play and I'm, I'm giving it an eight. <laughs> I give this one. I'd give this one an eight as well. Uh, you know what? I really I think, like how fun. I think it is. I agree with you guys for the fun factor. Yeah. An eight. If I was like, once again, if I'm optimizing, no. But for the fun <laughs> factor, yes, it is really cool. It's the same reason you like wild magic, any wild magic thing. Yep. I wish that the only thing I'd say I wish is that the ten and fourteenth, like, maybe didn't lean on the same chart you got at level three. Because yeah. if you've been playing this character for long enough to get to level fourteen. And all it is is like another roll on your wild magic chart. It could, I could see by that time you're going, 
okay, well, I wish I had, there was like some more features or some more wild yeah. magic options or something, you know? Definitely this thing, it's, this gets like, we, not, well, not weaker, but it gets less, more monotonous, less engaging the, yeah. the higher you get. Yeah. But for level three and level, like level three is just like, that's a home run for me. That's so good. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Level 10. Yeah. It, it's a pretty solid choice. All right. Well, uh, you guys have anything else to say about any of these classes? Anything we missed? Do you think? Uh, I don't think so. If if you were gonna, well, I guess, break, give me your top three. My top three, yeah. out of the ones we talked about, which is all of them, is uh, <laughs> all the official ones anyway. Path of the Beast, Path of Totem Warrior, Path of the Zealot. That's top three. Beast, I Zealot, Totem Warrior. My yeah. my top three in this order. So number one, number two, number three. Number one, Zealot. Number two, uh, Totem Warrior, and number three, Ancestral Guardian. Okay. Okay. For me, number one is Wild Magic. That is the one that I would play yep. today if we started a campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two for me is probably going to be Zealot, and then number yep. three for me, that's that's get tough. That's uh, it gets tough. It's between. Hmm. It's probably between Totem Warrior and Ancestral Guardian. Yeah, fair enough. Ancestral Guardian is like one of the best all around ones where like everything you get is pretty good. I want to go play a Path of the you Wild wanna, Magic Barbarian now. Path of the Wild Magic Barbarian. It's so uh, cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here going, my next character. That's how I'm playing next time. And I oh, will get to level 14. You just watch. <laughs> Do it in one of Isaac's campaigns, not Michael's. You wouldn't be wanting to wait three years to get to level 14. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone. Thanks for you guys for joining me again for another one of these things. And uh, thanks we'll to everyone else time. for listening. We will discuss that after, like we always do. Okay, it'll be a surprise. It's going to be a surprise. If I don't already have something in my head, it's a surprise. So, right. surprise week. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, I will, I've been putting links to the campaigns in the description of the last few episodes. That'll continue. So, if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to go to the description and find the campaigns, links to the VODs, and the Twitch pages of the campaigns we play in. So, thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Yeah.